Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report. Whether this is your first time here or your last time here or somewhere in between, I appreciate that you're here today so that we can discuss the St. Louis Blues and Jordan Cairo. So bear with me. I want to tell the whole story before we get to the main piece of the story, which is Jordan Cairo postgame getting very emotional talking to the media. But before we get to all of that, I want to tell the whole story. So sit down, enjoy, get comfy. Let's start from the beginning. On Tuesday, the St. Louis Blues and Doug Armstrong, Armstrong specifically their general manager, fired their head coach, Craig Berube. Now, the St. Louis Blues are not very good this year. They're actually like in a decent spot in the standings. If you look at it, I'm going to pull it up right here. It's not too tough of a position they are in terms of like chasing a playoff spot. As I'm as I'm reading this right now, with their win tonight over the Ottawa Senators, the St. Louis Blues sit in the second wildcard spot. So like they are in currently a playoff spot. But on Tuesday, when they fired their head coach, Craig, Ber- Craig Berube, they were on a four-game losing streak, and their general manager, Doug Armstrong, said, I haven't seen enough. I don't like the compete level out of this team. If you take a look at the stats of the St. Louis Blues, and I say they're not very good right now because of these things. They currently sit 23rd in goals for. They sit 23rd in goals against. They sit last in the league in power play percentage. They sit last. No, they don't sit last. They sit 20th. I, I was incorrect. There's a, they sit 20th in the league in the penalty kill. I think they have more shorthanded goals given up than they do have power play goals going into the game tonight. I don't know if that chat updated that stat, but they have not been good statistically and they've not been good with their compete level. I don't think St. Louis Blues fans are happy with what they've seen. Nobody in the organization is happy with the compete level. Their head coach got fired. Four-game losing streak, that was it in Detroit. Um, Ex-St. Louis Blues, uh, Jake Wallman scored during that game. They they didn't need uh, David Perron out there, but uh, Ryan Frabry also scored, and Vili Husso, also ex-Blue, got that win. So it was weird serendipity that night. Uh, All these ex-Blues caused their former head coach to get fired. That's what happens Tuesday. A lot of Blues fans coming out of that said that Craig Berube, the guy, the head coach that led this franchise to their first ever Stanley Cup in 2019, did not deserve to be fired. That is how a lot of Blues players looked at this. And they thought, they think currently, because I don't think their opinions have changed, that it's a lot of roster construction. That's the reason why these Blues currently are not very good, even though they sit second in the wild card in the stands right now. A lot of people are blaming the general manager in Doug Armstrong. So so we have that. That comes out of Tuesday night. We get to Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, the media, they're talking to all the players. They're talking specifically to Jordan Cairo. And 
The gentleman who got this quote out of Cairo is Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic asked Jordan Cairo about his new coach, Drew Bannister, uh, the St. Louis Blues AHL coach who was, pr- who was promoted to head coach. Cairo on Bannister taking over. This is from Jeremy Rutherford. Hey, it kind of feels like a little bit of a fresh start kind of thing. Yeah, we're all excited here. We want to turn the ship around right now and get our culture back a little bit and get back to how we know how to play hockey. So first things first there, Kairou being like over the moon that Bannister is now in the head coaching spot and saying it feels a little bit of a fresh start kind of thing. I think he's very happy to see Barube gone. And this next quote is what spearheaded this whole controversy that happened on Wednesday. Jeremy Rutherford continued. He asked Kairou on his relationship with Craig Barube. Kairou said, I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. So there it is. That comment. I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. Leads to St. Louis Blues fans booing the hell out of Jordan Cairo tonight in St. Louis. This is audio from the opening introductions they had in St. Louis when Cairo came out. That's that's brutal. This is uh, it's 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 crazy that they did that tonight. Um I guess like you think about okay the fans, the fans going into that position, all they got is that that quote. They believe that Barube didn't deserve to be fired. They're upset. They go and they brew their best player, their highest paid player in Jordan Cairo. So that happens during the game. He's also booed while he's touching the puck. Like while he has the puck, they're booing their own player as this team is winning. It does it doesn't just end with those introductions. I can't play you some of the boos that happened during the game because that's uh, copyrighted footage, but it happened during the game as well. So now we get to the main event of the evening, the last match of WrestleMania, the championship belt moment of today. Jordan Cairo post game getting so emotional about the booing and just feeling it to the depths of his core. Listen to this. What, if anything, would you want to say to the fans? I mean, just, you know, sorry if it sounded in a bad way at all. I mean, just like I said, you know, I'm just really trying to focus on, on the future here and, and, you know, focus on what I can do to, you know, help our team win and, you know, help get wins for the boys. So, How were you able to focus then tonight and you feel like you had it? Um, it's definitely the toughest game I've probably played, to be honest. But Any of your teammates or anybody from the organization talk to you about it? Um, I mean, obviously my teammates have my back, right? So you're getting pretty emotional here. What are the emotions coming from? I mean, it's just tough, right? Like, you know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Sorry. They'll obviously come around. I mean, they know you want to be here, play hard, and produce for them. I mean, do you feel like you want know, just a bump in the road that? It can be overcome. They'll love you again. 
Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, like I said, I just want to focus on my future and focus on, you know, trying to be a more complete player and, you know, what I can do to help the team win, right? So, yeah, that's just my goal right now. Teammates have anything to say to you, too, just to back, back you up and you know, give you some positive reinforcement, I guess? Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought we had a great game as a, as a team today, right? So, yeah, we played well, you know, we're playing fast, aggressive, and, I mean, yeah, we, had, we all had each other's backs today, so. Jordan, that moment after the Bruce Neighbors goal, it looked like you know, Bruce Neighbors pointed at you, and you know, Rob looked like he was pretty happy for you. What's, what's that moment mean? Um, I mean, it's just a big game for us. You know, it was a big goal for us there, so you know, I'm, I'm just glad I could help contribute there. And you can hear there, if you were just listening to that and not watching the video, he tears up. He tears up in that middle portion there at the towards the beginning of where that clip started and it's got to be it's got to be even like if anything it's got to be an imperfect balance right now between blues fans and Jordan Cairo. I can't really tell you how to feel. I'm not in the business of telling fans how to feel. Fans are fanatics. That is what the word is. They are as emotional as the players. Sometimes they're usually more emotional than the players when it comes to being a fan of the team and the crest on the front of the jersey because players move teams and and fans stick around through thick and thin. So when when Jordan Cairo comes out and has that emotional response to getting booed by his home crowd, it's it like it's got to be even between Blues fans and and Cairo here. That dude cares. His comments were taken the wrong way. Clearly, like what he was trying to say about Barube and the no comment and him being happy with Barube being gone because that's that's what he well that's what it was like. Pre-game, Jeremy Rutherford's clearly from those quotes. You can see that he was happy that he no longer had to have Barube as his coach. And whether you liked Barube or not, whether you thought that it was his fault, the team was off to a slow start. Kairou's comments were not a shot at the organization or the fans or anything. They were simply about his one-to-one relationship with Barube. And he doesn't deserve to be booed in that regard. The comments are misconstrued to the point like, People think he doesn't care about being a blue, but you can see by the post-game comments that this guy wears his heart on his sleeve. He cares about the St. Louis Blues, and I hope St. Louis Blues fans see that. I hope the entire hockey world right now, if, you, if you're if you online and you see some of the reactions to the video, they're, they're feeling for Kairou because of you don't see this out of NHL players, and you don't see somebody get this emotional that publicly and... I feel for him in the moment because he clearly did not think his comments were going to be taken in that way, else he wouldn't have done it. If Jordan Cairo thought he was going to get booed tonight, he wouldn't have said what he said. I don't, it's not like he's standing by his comments. He's trying to walk it back as much as possible because the way it was taken by the fans isn't what was intended. And I think in this moment, to see how honest he was, to see, how emotional he was, how incredibly uh, sad he was, uh, the way the fans took the comments, there needs to be some leeway for him and there needs to be some forgiveness in that we all, if we were all like, oh, Jordan Cairo taking shots at Barube, we all need to take a step back and realize that that was the incorrect reaction and that Jordan Cairo really cares about being a St. Louis Blue.
at the end of the day, I think that's what the conclusion you come to with that video there. That's that's kind of it. That's that's the story I wanted to cover today. I don't know. He he got me in my feels watching that video, and that's that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. One other thing I want to touch on quickly before I go here tonight is some NFL stuff. The Los Angeles Chargers got absolutely demolished tonight on Thursday Night Football, sixty-three to twenty-one by the Las Vegas Raiders, and and Brandon Staley shouldn't have had a job by the time the fourth quarter rolled around. The dude. His his whole thing was sticking by him calling the defense, and then the defense that he was so adamant about calling puts up uh, gets gets sixty three hung on their heads. And what an embarrassing tenure he's had as Las Vegas, Las Vegas, as Los Angeles Charger head coach. And Justin Herbert's the guy who everybody says is going to be good one day and is never really good one day. But a lot of that falls onto Brandon Staley. It falls onto the receiving core that's put around Justin Herbert. And when he comes back healthy, like Easton Stick in there, he's an abomination. He's not a starting quarterback. Um, But when Justin Herbert comes back into the league healthy next season, I hope he has a different head coach. I hope he has different weapons around him because he deserves more than what he has surrounded by him right now in Los Angeles with these Chargers. They are an absolute abomination. Patrick Mahomes went off on Sunday after the uh, Kadarius Tony was called with his foot over the uh, the line of scrimmage there. He, he lined up offside. Seeing Patrick Mahomes be a giant baby was not great for the Patrick Mahomes reputation because people have been waiting. Like That moment made me realize how much people have been waiting to dunk on Patrick Mahomes. Like it, the, It's been boiling. Like I don't think he... He has a lot of haters and the haters finally found the thing that they can grab onto and they came out of the woods like tenfold just running and it's time. Let's go get him. So it was like... It was brutal of him to be that publicly upset about the call and not upset at his teammate for lining up offside, but about the refs calling the actual rule book for him to be that publicly upset. Like I commend him for being a competitor. I like to see my athletes that I cheer for super emotional because I like to see that they care as much as I want them to care. So I I've always loved that about Patrick Mahomes in that he's, he always, he likes he hates losing more than he likes winning. You know, that kind of attitude is the perfect attitude, but this was a bad attitude. Like this was, it was, he took it too far, like going up to Josh Allen and making those comments. So the mics will hear it. And that was, it was all too far and too much. And I hope he realizes that he's never going to win like that. I love seeing the emotion, but Patrick Mahomes is too big now and he has too many haters and too many people hate the Kansas City Chiefs and everything about them that he can never win. He's at the position where he can never win right now. Maybe don't it turned like it turned on Brady. Like there's there's a long time where the New England Patriots are the most hated franchise on planet Earth and they are um, uh, the the Death Star, you know, like nobody likes the Patriots, but it turned with Brady, and now Brady, like the at the end of his career, he became a babyface, and to use the old wrestling term, 
um, that we've been throwing out on the Steve Dangle podcast a little bit uh, this week. Um, he turned into the guy that everybody rooted for, and people started to really like Brady by the end of it. And I think his Tampa years were were really good for him. And Patrick Mahomes isn't at that stage. He's at the peak of his greatness where everybody hates him right now. He's not at the MJ greatness where everybody wants to see greatness. So Patrick Mahomes with those kinds of outbursts, he can't win. And, and that's, and I like, I can't, I'm not, oh, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I like seeing them compete in the playoffs every year. I'm, I'm not a Chiefs hater like the majority of football fans are, but. I didn't like that outburst from Mahomes. I like when he's at that level, but in a more competitive way and not a I'm just complaining, I'm a giant baby kind of way. That's it for me tonight. That is it for the show. I will see you on Sunday. Uh, I I don't think there's anything else. I, I, I don't think I, I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm forgetting something. So I'm, I'm, I'm delaying signing off because I feel like I had something to announce and to say. But oh, well, that's it. That's it for me tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world. shows be listening or watching this right now. And I appreciate you. Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.